What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition and episode of the First in 10 podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network. Your host, of course, myself, Dave Sturchio, alongside the two premier, two of the premier, you're not the only ones on staff, two of the premier <laughs> writers for bloggingtheboys.com. That is Aiden Davis, Tony Catalina. Fellas, we're going 17 and 0. The schedule is out, baby. This is what we're all about. We're getting pumped. It dropped. Uh, obviously, everybody's doing their win loss total. So, what better way to kick off? This week, since now we're in that time where it's just like, okay, what's next? We got some rookie mini camps coming up. That's really it. There's not going to be a lot of stuff going on. So we're here to tell you and predict the Dallas Cowboys 2022 win-loss total. But we got to put a asterisk on this. It's way too early to actually predict this kind of stuff, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Tony, how we doing, man? Last podcast as a single man. How do you feel? You know, I'm a little nervous. I think I'm more nervous about the schedule than my than my own marriage coming up here. But <laughs> we did we did make a, a note in pre that you will be receiving a ring uh, faster than the Cowboys will receive a Super Bowl ring in the last 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Aiden, how are we doing today, bro? How's uh, how's life in Texas? It's good. I know there was a lot of when the schedule came out. It seemed like the general consensus was people were kind of apathetic about this year. I don't know about y'all. I got immediately pumped whenever I saw the schedule release. It just means we're that much closer to football. We're like, what, three months, four months now? It's I can start tasting NFL football again, and for me, that's enough to get me through the week. Yeah, no, I'm with it. I am with it. So the schedule dropped uh, on Thursday. Obviously, there was a little leakage here and there. You know, you knew about certain things. You knew about a holiday schedule. You knew who we were taking on Thanksgiving. There was guesses out there. Did you guys, by any chance, fall for the schedule nfl schedule leaks guy did you guys fall for all that because he came out and i'm not going to repeat anything he said because it's awful but like <laughs> this guy literally dipped i had like 19 followers to start ended up with like ten thousand, and people were buying into all of his stories did you guys dip into this i didn't i didn't fall for it only because i knew somebody tried it last year and you know those things come out. People are just thirsty for you know for content. They're thirsty for the, these games to come out quickly. I'm like I'm gonna pump the brakes because there isn't anybody verifiable actually listening to this guy. But so I, I kind of halted there for a second. Hey, didn't you buy in, bro? I yeah, no, I didn't buy in because when he said like the Bengals Thanksgiving game, I said I, I didn't buy that. But what I will say is. I was looking at his tweets whenever I mentioned the Cowboys just to keep an eye on it in case it actually was true. I was like, he had, he okay. had you a little bit. He had you a yeah. little bit. He had right. me interested, but not believing yet. Well, he was completely wrong. He had us opening up in the pool in Jacksonville. Uh, that did not happen. We'll get into it. But it's time now for our win-loss totals, um, basically going through the schedule. Not, not too much analysis. I mean, you can drop a line or two and give them a win or a loss because, look, you still got mini camps. You still got training camps. You still got the preseason. You still got everything involved that goes into the offseason. Things can happen. Injuries. Guys get better. Guys get worse. You know, we're going into this season not knowing the status of Michael Gallup. But as we get closer to September, we might finally figure it out that he might actually play a little earlier than normal. Or it might be, you know, there could be a setback. These things are tricky. Um, so we're going into this knowing that. Let's just pretend that we have a full roster outside of Michael Gallup. Like, is that fair? Like, is that fair to say that that's the one guy that we know more than likely will not be suiting up against Tampa Bay. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah, right. I think that's fair. Yeah, right. yeah. Fair enough. All right. So, preseason aside, nobody cares about the preseason. There's only two of those games. We don't know. I don't even know. Do we even know who we're taking on the preseason? That hasn't been announced yet, right? Yeah, it came out the same time. Oh, it did? Yeah, yeah. Let me we, see we got I don't two have of them, it right? up here. Yeah, I know it's um Seahawks. Let me see real quick. Ah, the dangerous Drew Locke. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's see here. So they're I mean, playing, nobody cares about these, but yeah, I'm sure it's the Cowboys, Seahawks and Texans or something. The Cowboys playing, probably uh, won't win any of them because they yeah. always fall flat in the. What is it? There's three of them, right? There's not. Yeah, so I, it's I the, they're playing the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Seahawks. Okay. All right. Well, there's your little warm up schedule as we start. So we'll kind of go in, you know, a little bit of a cluster F order here. We'll try to reverse it a little bit so somebody gets the first pick and blah, blah, blah. Week one, a little bit of a revenge game. Obviously, last year we came very, very close to beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was kind of walking around my office like Connor McGregor with a little bit of a moral victory Monday. And I know they don't exist in the world of professional football, but. I was. I got excited about losing by just that much, you know, against Tampa Bay. Tony, I'll start with you. Is the revenge game come full circle? Do the Cowboys get this done week one? I want to say yes, but you're giving Tom Brady five, six months to prepare for this game, much like they did last year. And I was the same reasons I was nervous last year um, are the same reasons I'm nervous this year. But uh, I don't think they get it done. And it's only because Tom Brady in week one's a tough pull. If this is week two, I'd be hammering a W on it. But I'm going to say an L for now. Aiden, are we sticking with Tony or are we so shocking the world here? Yeah, I think Tom Brady just has the Cowboys number. And if, if the Cowboys are going to win this game, I think it'll need to be a complete shootout and they'd need Michael Gallup in it. I don't see that happening. So just like the Buccaneers game raised fans' expectations last year, I'm saying they lose by like 7 to 10 and people start panicking to start the season. Okay. All right. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Those that are you over listening and you're pounding on your steering wheel right now like, God damn. Dang it. Why are they always doing this? Why are they starting off with an L? I'm here to tell you that we're going to knock Tom Brady into the next world, ladies and gents. He's one year older, one year slower, and his mind is in the booth right now. He just got paid all that money to go call games on Fox. I don't think he's th – that Tampa Bay team does not look the same. Um, they're Obviously, their weapons are not the same. Uh, they're, look, they didn't get to do what they did the, the year before where they got to bring back like every single starter and this, that, and the third. They lost players. They lost talent. Brady's losing time. I give the Cowboys the win here. I think this is the one that's going to propel us and feel like, you know, okay, this team just beat Tampa. Let's see what we do. Because the following week, okay, ladies and gents, the following week, we get a visitor in the AFC champion, Joe Burrow, and Cheeto comes back to Dallas, and this whole big reunion there as the Bengals come into town. Aiden, you got them starting off 0-1. Are they about to start off 0-2? I actually have them starting off 1-1. I have a win against the Bengals just because this is more of my belief that I think the Bengals are a little bit overrated going into this year. I think they're going to experience somewhat of a Super Bowl hangover. I mean, they're only a 10-win team last year. So in the regular season, I think the Cowboys could beat them last year. So I have the Cowboys winning a close one against the Bengals. Tony, are we 0-2 doom and gloom, or are you getting the dub here? No, I think uh, I think much like last year when they went Buccaneers-Chargers, I thought they were going to split that in the same sense here. I think, you know, if they do beat Buccaneers, I could see them losing to the Bengals in the first uh, in the second week. So I got them going 1-1. One one. I think Aiden hit it on the head. I think the, the Bengals hype train might be a little too full right now. And, um, you know, I think they had to have a lot of good things happen for them to get where they were last year, and I think the Cowboys could knock them down a peg in week two. Is Cowboys Nation ready to handle a 2-0 start? Because that's what's going to happen. The Cowboys are also going to beat the Bengals. Okay? Joe Burrow, I believe that too. I believe both your sentiments about the Bengals being a little overhyped. And look, they got weapons, man. There's going to be a lot of guys to cover. And Trayvon Diggs is going to have his hands full with Jamar Chase. Don't get me wrong. Uh, their running game has always been good. You know, mixing, it just depends on which version of mixing you get. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys are going to start feeling themselves after the Tampa game. Not in a bad way like they did last year where they just started, you know, kind of walking around, swinging their arms a little bit, saying, you know what, we got this. We're the top of the dogs. 
there's going to be games that I'm going to say they're going to trip up on. This isn't going to be one of them. And the Cowboys Nation is, is going to start to kind of look around and say, like, all right, you know, what else do we got? Well, what else is in the tank? Because after two weeks, I think Dak Prescott's playing really good ball and much disagreement to basically all of Cowboys Nation. I think Zeke gets off to a very, very hot start like he did last week. I, you know what? I don't know if anybody knows this, but at practice the other day, he was clocked at like 24 miles an hour, straight run. So my man is still hustling. He's not washed. Everybody calm the F down. All right, moving into week three, their first road trip. Now, this is, again, I'll start with this one because it's going to be my uh, – I always go to this game every year. I'm in Jersey, so I always go to New York. It's a Monday night football game, prime time. The Cowboys, to me, are already 2-0. and They're flying high. The Giants at this point, I believe, are going to be 1-1 coming off their first win because they're going to have a, a road game against Tennessee where I think they get starched. And then the next week they get home against the um, the Carolina Panthers. And I think they win that game. So the Giants are going to also be feeling themselves in this one. Prime time Dallas Cowboys start three and oh, I know everybody start pumping the brakes. What's happening here? The Cowboys are on a roll. Remember, I am a realist. Okay. I know you guys are probably thinking Dave's in fantasy land. It's too early for Dave. Dave, get off the coffee. But I really do feel like the Cowboys could get off to a hot start in which leads to many, many big time moments down the stretch. But again, they will run into a couple roadblocks. Tony, you got them at one and one. Do they take care of business in New Jersey uh, on Monday Night Football? I think uh, Dak Prescott and the boys feel real comfortable against the Giants. And I do think the division has gotten better. And I think the Giants have gotten better, but I don't, I do still think that the Giants may be the worst team in the division. Um, so I definitely have them starting two and one, and they'll go into, uh, they'll go into New York and get that W. Aiden. Yeah, I got to win too. I mean, this is the Giants in prime time. I don't see Daniel Jones as being able to live up. I don't I don't think Daniel Jones with all the lights on him is beating Dak Prescott in prime time. I don't really care where the game is, and so I have a win. Oh, puffing out your chest on that one, Aiden. I don't care where the game is. We're okay, taking it's out the Giants. It's <laughs> Daniel Jones. It's not like I'm calling out Tom Brady. Guys, all right, so. Both of you have them at two and one. I have the 2022 Dallas Cowboys starting three and zero. Oh. Now, does we the were joking stop? about seventeen and zero, oh, right? You don't actually have them going seventeen and zero. Oh. I do not actually have them <laughs> okay. seventeen and zero, oh. but we'll see about this next game because they go back home after the Monday night short week. Technically, I never really like when somebody refers to it as a short week. I really don't feel that it, it, there's not much. The short weeks to me are when you, you're like. I don't even know. The short weeks don't exist to me. I think everybody gets the same amount of rest as everybody's supposed to. The Cowboys get back home to play the Washington Commanders for the first time ever, um, as known as the Commanders. Tony, you're two and one. They're getting back home and getting a win over the Commanders here? You know, I, I really – it was tough for me to kind of think at it because I do think the division is better, and I'm on record saying I think the Cowboys are a little worse. We feel differently on this podcast, right? Um, but – um, I really want to say that the you know Washington is the team that could possibly split you know with the with the Cowboys the Eagles could as well but this next game being at home early season I do think the Cowboys are still the superior team so even though I was leaning towards an L here I, I'm going to give them a W. All right, three and one Dallas Cowboys according to Tony Catalina. Aiden, uh, the obviously the the Commanders. They've added Carson Wentz. Chase Young is back in the scene. Um, they've added a couple weapons on offense. Obviously, one more year for Scary Terry. Um, are they coming to Dallas and beat us? I definitely think they're a threat this year. I mean, I don't see them as a playoff team, but I do see them as a team that occasionally makes noise. I mean, with Carson Wentz, they're always going to be a team that shows up on the occasional week. 
I don't I'm don't think this is the week. I think the Cowboys get it done. They lost Brandon Scherf, so I see the D-line once similar to last year causing some problems. Cowboys escape Cowboys escape with a win somewhat convincingly. Okay. So that's 3 and 1 out of you two. And guess what, guys? Guess what? The Cowboys are 4 and 0. Oh. The Cowboys are 4 and 0, oh, and the people are going to go absolutely nuts at this point because not only did we beat, you know, Brady and then we beat Burrow and now we're 2 and 0 oh in the division. People are going to start booking their flights to where the hell is the Super Bowl this year? Arizona? <laughs> Somewhere I don't even know. Um but in any event, the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, where was it, Aiden? Where was it? LA? Arizona. <laughs> All right. Ah. So, oh, that's an RJ Ochoa factoid of the day, <laughs> ladies and gents. Digging up that one from the archives. So, the Cowboys are off to a hot start. According to all three of us, you know, the worst record we have here is three and one. Now, I'll start here. Okay. This is where the buck stops. Okay. And then, unfortunately, the Cowboys will not be going five and oh. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did do something like this and go into L.A. and get the job done. I just don't see it happening. This is your first letdown game. This is your first everybody up in arms. Why did Cooper Cup have so many yards thing? You know, there's going to be a lot of intangibles in this game. I think the Cowboys finally drop one here, but it takes up into the fifth game. The Cowboys are four and one, according to me. Tony, what say you, bro? Yeah, I think this is uh, definitely a game that um... – I would be pleasantly surprised to see a win. I don't think I've ever um, in any simulation I've done in my own mind had them win in this football game. It's not because I don't think they can. I just think that the Rams are deep coming off a you know Super Bowl victory. And it's definitely in this situation for me, it's going to be show me, don't tell me. So I have them losing this game to drop their second game in my in my uh, record here. Aiden, you feeling the same way, bro? Are we all in lockstep here? Yeah, I think... To me, the Cowboys and the Rams are completely even teams when it comes to personnel. I think Dak and Matt Stafford are very similar quarterbacks. I think that the defenses are comparable. The offensive weapons are comparable. I just think this comes down to coaching, and I trust Sean McVay more than I trust um, Mike McCarthy. Agreed. So I have a loss. Okay. So that is five weeks deep. That is our first game. Actually, our second game in October already. We're flying through the season. So now this is where I think the Cowboys nation is going to start to panic a little bit. Because on Sunday night football, uh, they go to Philadelphia, okay? And this is where we don't know what the, the Eagles – I'm not looking at the Eagles schedule right now, but we don't know how they've started off. This is Jalen Hurts' second year. They've added more weapons. They've got the A.J. Brown – what? They have a very easy start to the schedule, and there's a okay, chance so that they walk into this game undefeated. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's that's a very – that could be a thing. Um, so now we go into Philadelphia Sunday night. They're coming off a loss against L.A., according to us. Um, I think, you know, we'll start with Tony, but this could be one of those games where we're just kind of scratching our heads. Man, with Aiden starting it off by saying that the Eagles might come in here undefeated, that almost changed like my entire thinking because I feel like they'd come in feeling themselves Sunday night against the Cowboys. They might get a little too hyped and want to, you know, try to punch us in the mouth, prove that it's their division. So if that is the case, then they're undefeated. I would almost lean to say that the Cowboys are going to, you know, probably stick it and, you know, beat them, beat them up pretty good. But I actually do have the Cowboys losing this game. I don't think that they're going to go flawlessly in the division. And I think a Sunday night road test against the Eagles because that fan base is going to be hyped up. The, the team is going to be ready to play, I think. And um, I do think they dropped this one, especially coming off a, a tough Rams game that they're probably a little dejected after. So you have the Cowboys 500 after six. Is that correct? 
So I got them 500 after six, exactly. Okay. Three and three. All right, Aiden, how do they do against Philadelphia? You're saying that the Eagles are riding high, flying high. Uh, no pun. I guess there's a pun there. <laughs> but how do you feel that there's the Eagles on Sunday night? Yeah, just like the only game that they really – I mean, they have Minnesota at home, and then they have the Cardinals away. I guess that they could lose the Cardinals game, and they could lose the Minnesota game, I guess. But I have them ta- – I have them – the Cowboys taking a loss as well. I just think Dak Prescott – He's done very well against Jalen Hurts. The defense has done well. I think Jalen Hurts is starting to get mad, and I think he comes out at home, finally gets his first win against the Cowboys. So you guys both have him at three and three, and I'm going to say they're going to be four and two as I also give him a loss on the road in Philadelphia on Sunday night. Um, again, it's just one of those things that you have to wait and see as far as um, you know, as far as who's going to be healthy. You know, at this point, you would think we have the full arsenal back, uh, but a road test to a team or against a team that kind of just, again, started off hot. They stay hot. Uh, but again, we'll see them again down the, down the stretch. So four and two, three and three, three and three after six games. Now moving on to the seventh game uh, is where I think the Cowboys get back. Okay. This is October 23rd. It's a noon game. I know these are the games that like we kind of circle on the calendar and you're like, Oh my God, how did they do this? Like the Broncos game of last year where they decided for whatever reason, let's put a red stripe on our helmet and call it a day and just not show up to the game. Um, so I'm going to start off with this one. I think the Cowboys there's logically in my head, I can't see a third straight loss here. Um, and I'm looking at it where give me the Cowboys on a comeback uh, to move to five and two. And Dak has a, has a really big game on this one. I don't believe in Detroit. I don't believe, I believe they got a little better. You know, they got Aiden Hutchinson now coming off the edge. So that's something to consider. And hopefully, you know, all the way into week seven in the NFL season, we still have Tyron Smith on the left side and we still have Collins on the right. Remember this is, we're pretending that all things considered, nobody gets hurt throughout the course of the year. So things can obviously change in our game picks throughout the year can obviously change, but I'm giving them a win here uh, to move to five and two. Aiden, how do you feel about the Detroit Lions coming into town? Yeah, I'm giving them a win, but it's going to be close. Dan Campbell plays every team close. He's going to play the Cowboys close. And I was so, I was so tempted to put this, chalk this one up as an L just because I don't think the Cowboys are going to be expecting a competitive game from the Lions and they might get punched in the mouth. I'm giving them the win, but I, do think it's going to be a very close game so, and a lot more competitive than people believe. Aiden has this hus- uh, hesitation. I almost says Hutchintations. So I would have combined two players, uh, a player and a feeling. He has his hesitations about the Detroit Lions. So you have them now as four and three. Aiden, do they get over 500 against Campbell and the Lions? Oh, Tony. Tony. I, yeah, I, 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 you said Aiden, yeah. but no, I get it. The show I, goes I, on. I, Aiden's point was so good. I wanted him to do it all. <laughs> <laughs> Double it up. <laughs> so Tony, I got the, the? <laughs> I got the, you know, I feel how we feel about Detroit. Like, yep, tough, gritty team. They may buy into Dan Campbell. I think we've seen evidence of that at the same time. Yeah, has the recipes of a noon game that the Cowboys could kind of sleepwalk through. I think that'd be true if they didn't drop the last two games. I think if they, you know, in my estimation, them losing back-to-back games, especially on a Sunday night game against the Eagles, it, it has the feeling to me how they did the Atlanta Falcons last year. They come off a of beating and they go and they go and they lay some wood down. And I think that's what they're going to do to Detroit. I think that when they're on point and Dak's not going to let it get to a three-game skid, I think they go and get it right against the Lions and, and kick them in the teeth, honestly. I can't remember the last time that the Dallas Cowboys had back-to-back one o'clock home games. So all you season ticket holders, 
it's time to wake up a little earlier and tailgate because back-to-back as the Chicago Bears come into town, um, the Cowboys, again, coming off a win, according to us, uh, will be taking on the day before. Uh, this is their last game going into uh, before the bye. So right now they are 5-2 and two in my book, 4-3 and three in the other two. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that they continue this and they ride high into the bye and another victory here for the Cowboys. I don't believe in the Bears. I got a feeling the Bears are worse this year than they were last year. Justin Fields, they're all waiting for him to take this next step. But what do you do? You get rid of this biggest option. You get rid of Allen Robinson and you replace him with, I, I don't even know. Like there was just Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle. Okay, so there you go. I mean, they're obviously stacked. <laughs> so <laughs> the Bears are not going to come in and win this game. I'm sorry uh, for all Bears fans out there. I, I think it, you guys are in for a long, long year. So I give the Cowboys the win. And going into the bye, eight games deep, the Cowboys are six and two. So all of a sudden, they're, they're, you know, there's aspirations out there because guess what? Harder games are on the docket after the bye. So, Tony, you got him at five and two, uh, five and three, right? now? No, I'm sorry, four and four three. Four and right three. Now. Yep. So where do we got right before the bye here? Um, you know, I would be a little nervous in this game just because I, I respect Justin Fields' playmaking ability. He's the type of quarterback that the Cowboys struggle with. He can get out in the pocket. He can make plays. Although there isn't much out there to help him make plays with. I would feel worse about this game if it was prime time, if it was a 425 kick. But it's a noon game. And the Cowboys are looking square at the bye. They, they're pretty much going to say, let's go take care of business and then we'll rest our body, get ready for Aaron Rodgers. So I think um, this game, you know, it'll be a little back and forth in the first half, but I think ultimately they win by double digits and get the 5-3 at the bye. 5-3 and three at the bye, 6-2 and two with me. Aiden, how are the Cowboys faring into this game against the Bears? Yeah, you stole my thunderstorts. I, was, I think the Bears are going to be competing for the number one overall pick this year. I just wow. think they've done nothing to build around Justin Fields. And honestly, it, this is not when Justin Fields fails this year, it's not going to be his fault. It's front office's fault. But yeah, without Khalil Mack, Cal, Dak's going to tear up the defense. And then I, I don't see Justin Fields as giving us problems. So I'm giving a win five and three going into the bye. All right, so the bye week, we can't lose, so that's a good thing, right? <laughs> so everybody rest and recover. As we come back off the bye, the Fox game of the week, probably the game of the year for the Dallas Cowboys to really test where they're at within the conference, and that's the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy returning to Lambeau Field to play Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Packers obviously lost their biggest weapon in Devontae Adams. It feels like they're trying to make up for those lost reps and lost um, lost attempts to uh, Adams with a group of guys. They're trying to group things together. They obviously don't have their biggest weapon. Aaron Jones has been an absolute thorn in our side for the last time, the last couple times. And, of course, I don't think they've been, ever beaten Rodgers. I, I don't think there's – I don't think we've ever done it. So – Oh, no, that's not true. We did beat him. We, yeah, yeah we years. beat him at Lambo. I'm thinking about Brady. I don't know. Brady's on the mind. We've never beaten Brady. We've beaten Aaron Rodgers actually in Lambeau Field. So this is a big one, guys. I'm 6-2. and two. You guys are both 5-3. and three. Aiden, do they go into Green Bay and get it done and McCarthy gets his revenge and gets carried off the field and all this other crap? Or does Aaron Rodgers just break us one more time? I... We're going to have all bye week and there's going to be hype videos made about McCarthy's return. There's going to be, oh, we're coming off the bye. They're coming off a three-game road stretch. We got this. And I think the Cowboys lose a heartbreaker. I think it's going to be another, like, Mason Crosby. Is Mason Crosby still kicking for the Packers? I, I think so. he is. All Mason great, Crosby. All great out and everything. Yeah. Great hair and <laughs> Either that or a back shoulder fade to Christian Watson from Aaron Rodgers. I just, I think it's going to be a heartbreaker and I'm going to lose it. 
Tony, so obviously they're five and four now with Aiden through nine games. Do the Cowboys get this done in Lambeau? You know, I think this is a year that Aaron Rodgers is more beatable than he's ever been. You know, I think that the, the obviously losing Devontae Adams hurts. I think um I mean he's got a contract, so he's got nothing to complain about now. <laughs> so I think I think he's the type of dude that likes to thrive in chaos. So honestly, the, the comfortability in, in being normal might affect him. But um no, realistically, I love Mike McCarthy coming out of the bye week, but I I feel much how I do about the Rams and the Buccaneers when it comes to the Packers. Show me, don't tell me. So I'm not gonna be able to pick them until I'm you know, they can I would rather be wrong now than wrong then. So I'm gonna say that they come out of the bye week with a loss here and go five and four. Okay, um, because of the bye week and because uh, because of the extra prep, and of course, yes, the the, the tabloids and the and the media are going to be hyping up McCarthy against Rodgers. They're going to talk about their relationship. Rodgers will go on record. He'll go on the Pat McAfee show and say he's a fat slob or whatever he's going to do. Whatever he decides to talk about, I'm sure it's going to make headlines. They're going to have a lot of things to talk about throughout this hype of, of this week. Uh, with Aiden saying, you know, there's going to be a, a Crosby. I can foresee a, like a, a CD caught it kind of game where it's like something goes wrong. However, I guess I'll be the hype man and sip a little bit harder on my Kool-Aid here because I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to go into Green Bay off a bye and get this done. And then with that win, people are going to start talking about, all right, who in the NFC is going to take the Cowboys down? Because we were waiting for the Packers to be the team to beat Tampa Bay too. All of a sudden, you're going to be looking at this team where, wait a minute, you know, the Cowboys beat Brady, they beat Burrow, they beat Rodgers. Like, okay, cool. Now, there will be some slip-ups, again. But this one off a of bye is the only reason why I say the Cowboys have a legitimate chance. If this was a regular Sunday night or Sunday day or whatever, off a loss or off a win in the same week, I'd say we trip up and fall. But because the extra prep, the extra rest, there's going to be injuries. We all know that somebody's going to be hurt and on their way back, and the bye week is going to help this. I think Rodgers is so much bigger and you're going to see a lot of boohoo Rodgers this year I really think so um look he's still going to put up his numbers he's still going to be an MVP candidate but there's going to be times where he's you know you can see him like mimicking like yo you're supposed to go right or you're supposed to go left and like you know he's going to be just pissed off the entire time uh give me the Cowboys here man give me the Cowboys so after nine games you guys have them five and four I got the Cowboys seven and two so we're a little bit different a little bit all right people there's people probably on the realistic side that are driving or they're listening to this podcast on a Monday morning and they're saying, you know what, Aiden and Aiden and Tony got it right. And, and Dave is just off his rocker right now. So I'm sure at the end of the year, we'll be singing a different tune. So now this is the Cooper rush game as we continue to stay on the road, because no matter what, if Dak's healthy or not, I say you sit him anyway, <laughs> you sit him anyway, you give Cooper rush the start here. They're going to Minnesota. A lot of people are going into this Minnesota team this year and saying they're going to take the next step too, but Kirk Cousins is still their quarterback, Aiden. How do you feel about this one after a Green Bay loss, according to you? Yep, they're hurting after a Green Bay loss. They then have to travel to Minnesota. It's going to be in a dome, but I still have them taking another. I I think they take another loss here and they dip to five and five. I just oh think boy. when you take Kirk Cousins out of primetime games, I think he is a little bit better than people give him credit for. I think the defense is young. They're up and coming. I just think this is one of those games where Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook just punch you in the mouth and you're it's it's the flash occasional flash game you get from Kirk Cousins that you start like, oh, are the Vikings for real? They're probably not, but they prove it against the Cowboys and they dip to five and five. All right. Five and five after 10. Tony, 
How do we feel, man, coming off this loss against the Green Bay Packers, according to you? Well, you mentioned, uh, you know, they could be taking the you know the next step, like you said, but I think you hit it on the head when you say they still got Kirk Cousins. And I think Kirk Cousins is going to – he's going to Kirk the game up a little bit. You know what I mean? He's going to find you a way to give Ooh, you one back. Is that, a, is that a new verb? Kirking it? <laughs> Kirking it. Kirking you know? it. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know, I, I do think they get back on the win column here. I do think this is where me and Aiden separate a little bit. Um, it's not an overly confident victory, but I but I like, you know, and I, I love a November game in a dome. You know, when you're playing weather uh, cold weather cities, but you get to be in a dome, that, that obviously advantage Cowboys in that situation. Um, you know, being a 425 game, that's more the Cowboys element anyway. Uh, you know, so for me, I feel coming off a Green Bay game that I think Mike McCarthy will be impassioned. I think, you know, coming off a loss against Green Bay, the Cowboys are going to be like, all right, this is where the rubber meets the road in this season. And I think this may be a turning point in their, in their entire season. Okay, well. To agree with Aiden here, uh, I, I this one I got. So if if they get the win in Green Bay, like I think they can get, this is where the feeling themselves part of the schedule comes in one form of the Minnesota Vikings. They think they're flying high. They've beaten already. They've beaten Rodgers, Brady, Burrow, right? They're like, oh, it's just Kirk Cousins. And this is when Justin Jefferson has himself a day. Um, this is where Adam Thielen cuts across the middle a couple times where we miss tackles. This is one of those games where like, wait a minute, we just beat Rodgers. How did we fall to the Minnesota Vikings? But we do. I think this is where that happens. And after five weeks, we have three different records here. Uh, the worst we're finishing after 10 is with Aiden, five and five. Right in the middle of the pack, we have Tony at six and four. And this is their third loss, according to me, as they're seven and three. Back stretch time, folks. So now this is where the schedule gets tricky because these are a lot of trap games I feel are built onto the schedule. However, I think the next one is not a trap game because it is Thanksgiving day. So everybody's getting hyped, right? It's Thanksgiving. How many Thanksgivings in the Dallas Cowboys ruin in a row? I think it stops. I think it's over. I think the giants come in. The giants might be flying high too. We don't know. I, I did the schedule breakdown the other day on the chop sports daily show. And I think the giants could be like, Four and six, five and five coming into this one. So I feel like for whatever reason, they've escaped with a lot of wins. So they might be feeling themselves here. But I think the Cowboys are well aware that they have ruined their fans holiday one too many times in a row. And the Cowboys get it done. To me, they move to eight and three. Aiden, what say you, bro? Yeah, I'm same reasons I listed above. I just don't see Daniel. This is another last time it was what? Yeah, it was Monday Night Football last time. This time, it's Thanksgiving. You're still putting Daniel Jones under the lights. I still think Dak Prescott comes out. And last Thanksgiving, Dak Prescott actually had a good game. It was He put up, what, 30 points? Yeah, the, re the referees uh, decided to yeah. uh, get involved a little too much last game. Last so I think Dak wants to win on Thanksgiving. I think he'll get it done. I think that this is going to be another blowout, and they sweep the series against the Giants. All right, so 8-3, and 6-5. and five. Tony? Do the Giants come into Dallas and eat all the turkey or what? I, I do have the Cowboys ending their little slide of uh, Thanksgiving losses. I do think this is Gosh. one of the most um, advantageous matchups I guess you could have on Thanksgiving. A familiar opponent. Um, they're not going to be familiar with playing on Thanksgiving. Daniel Jones in a big situation. He hasn't proven to be that guy. He's not that guy. You know what I mean? So um, I think Dak Prescott against the team that obviously – you know, for the obvious reasons of being injured, he has some more built in than this in the back of his mind for one to, you know, 
listen, he's a competitor. He's going to find the edge just like the greats do. And I think when he plays the Giants, that might be a little extra oomph to it now. Thanksgiving Day, I do think that uh, the Cowboys get in the roll here and get their second straight victory. All right. As we move off of Thanksgiving, we're playing on a Thursday night again against Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, and what? This is a Sunday night game. We oh, don't so have we're the not doing up. the Thursday yeah. Yeah. Wow. They okay. helped us out. <laughs> I, just, I made this assumption that it was just there. And it's funny. When it came up, I was like, okay, that's our next Thursday opponent. I didn't even look. at, And that was the other day, too. That, I'm so very surprised. All right. So but, the Cowboys get a long little mini buy here. So I'm with it. I'm totally with that. Coming off a win. And it's Matty Ice and the um, and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this is also two of three straight home games for the Dallas Cowboys. So that's a big deal. Uh, you know, when in the grand scheme of things. So, Tony, being that they get the little bye, Matty Ice, the the Colts, I believe, are a better team with Matt Ryan than they are with Carson Wentz, throwing the ball at least. Jonathan Taylor almost could have had a couple MVP vids, uh, bids last year. Their defense gets better. Do the Cowboys continue their winning ways at home against the Colts? I love the way how this sets up, right? You're playing again home against the, you know, the Giants Thanksgiving. And instead of it being a typical seven day week, they get a little more rest. And this is a quality opponent. You know, I do think the Colts are a team that could easily come in and beat us Sunday night national game. Um, but I do think Matt Ryan is on his back nine. I think, you know, going to a different team, there may be some, you know, whatever the case may be, that there comes factors in that. And I do still think that the Cowboys are a better football team. It's going to come down to controlling Jonathan Taylor, but I have the Cowboys winning their third straight game, and it has a lot to do with that extra rest. Matt Ryan being on the back nine, and the Cowboys just kind of, you know, hitting a stride here a little bit. Aiden, how do you feel about this one, bro? I think this is the panic game for Cowboys fans. I think they've dropped this game. Drop to six and six, and I think it's on the back of a Jonathan Taylor 200-yard performance. I wow. think they've done nothing to address the run defense, and I think they they probably get away with it against the Vikings because you never know with the Vikings, but I think Jonathan Taylor proves you guys should address the run defense by absolutely tearing, tearing off 200 yards against us. You know what's funny? It's so weird. And, and again, this is one's going to come off. Listen, I'm, I'm on record to say the Cowboys are going to win this game. Um, I think that they have the long stretch. Great. Uh, you know, the long break and even extended longer break with a Sunday nighter after a Thursday nighter. So that's actually a little bit longer. This is going to be the game where you're looking at and you're like, oh, man, Jonathan Taylor's coming in. Right. And Jonathan Taylor is going to get his yards this year but it's not going to be against the Cowboys. I think they shut Jonathan Taylor down. I don't know why. I got this feeling that a couple of the big hosses that they've added over the past, you know, offseason and, um, you know, got big guys in Neville Gallimore, like guys that could play the run well. You know for a fact that this might be the kind of game where Parsons is not lining up on the edge as much, and he's the one looking at everywhere that Jonathan Taylor is going to be because he's our best defensive player. Um I think the Cowboys get a win, and I think they shut down Jonathan Taylor in this game. So so he's either going to get 20 yards or 200. So you make your bet, and you choose there. So after 12 games, I got the Dallas Cowboys at 9-3. and three. Um, Aiden has them at 6-6, six and six, so we're a three-game differential, and an 8-4 and four, uh, with Tony Catalina. So we move it on. We're finally back on the road, okay? No, we're not. We're staying home, actually. <laughs> I was looking. I see this is, this is the problem, and this is the problem. I looked past the Texans. Now, will the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys look past the Texans in their third straight home game? They're nine and three. They're feeling themselves. I kind of glance at the rest of the schedule. and I'm like, okay, you know, find me the trip up game. 
It ain't going to be this one. Davis Mills, I don't care who their quarterback is. It doesn't matter who it is. The Texans clearly are not the organization that, that Texans fans hope they'd be as far as like trying to improve their team. They just they just didn't, and they just haven't. And I don't know I don't know what to make of these guys. I don't know what to make of their front office. And look, I'm we are not anybody to just talk about anybody else's front office because ours has been in a little bit of disarray and a lot of hot water. But I think the Cowboys get their 10th win of the season here. They're 10-3 and three with four to go. I mean, this is going to be – I think this is a convincing one. I think the Cowboys really kind of put their st- stamp of approval on a lot of Cowboys fans, nation, you know, Cowboys nation fans. Uh, but a 10th win is always that feel good win where you're like, okay, at the very least, we're going to be in a playoff game when you have 10 wins in the NFC. I think they get it done and they get it done convincingly. Tony, do they get their ninth win? According to you, I, it's, it's great how you kind of mentioned that, um, you know, it's a kind of a it feels like a trap game, but I think in state the the build up of this game, like it's not like a build up as far as quality on the field, but it's gonna be build up as an in state. There's a trophy involved in it, and you know, th- there's gonna be enough talk in this game that if the Cowboys even had a conversation of even looking past Houston or just maybe mentally they weren't there, um, th- th- they'll hear enough noise to know that we need this one, right? They're not gonna lose to the little brother. They're not gonna lose to the team, you know, that's in the same state as them. So I think they keep it rolling. They win their fourth straight game and the Cowboys go to nine and four. So just so everybody's well aware, um, this team, the Texans will forever. And I know this is, I'm not, I'm not speaking out of context. And I don't think, I think there's many of you out there are listening right now that can agree that for whatever reason, the Texans just that, that first game, that, that first game as a franchise, them beating us there at David Carr and stuff. It's just, that's the scar moment. I remember watching that game. My father, my grandma, were just watching this and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, who are these guys and why are they beating up on the Cowboys right now? So it was a very scary. And I'll never forget Jerry Jones. Like every time they, they pan to him, he just looked embarrassed. And I think Jerry Jones takes these kinds of game personally. Um, and I think the Cowboys will, will get up for this one. As I said before, Aiden, is there a slip up here? Is this a trap game against the Houston Texans led by Davis? The arm mills here. <laughs> yeah. By the way. So I have them at six and six and I think at this point it's pedal to the metal because I the reason that I knew the Eagles schedule is I looked at I was like well if we were six and six what would the Eagles be I think there's a chance that the Eagles are like nine and three or maybe eight and four so I think Cowboys face urgency they realize they got to win and I don't I think the Texans I think Davis Mills is a little bit better than we might believe I still don't think he's good enough to beat the Cowboys I think this is a game where this is like the Falcons game from last year where Dak's getting excited. He's running the ball, and they beat him by 30. Ooh, big time. Big time stomp out of the Houston Texans. Now, with that being said, a, a game that we can look at on the calendar in December, we're going to Florida. So all of a sudden, that's a great feeling, right? We don't have to worry about the weather. It's going to be 75, 80 degrees in the end of December in Florida. The Cowboys face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I don't know how many strides the Jaguars made this year. Obviously, they draft pretty well. They got a couple quality picks. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence in his second year. Um, you know, they're who the heck is their head coach now? <laughs> I don't even know at this point. Is it Sirianni? <laughs> Again? No, that's that's the Eagles. No, coach, no, sorry, it? sorry, Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug, Doug Peterson. Peterson. Yep. That's what it is. Good old Dougie Fresh. Okay. So the Cowboys go into sunny Jacksonville at the end of December. Now I got them already with 10 wins. The Jacksonville Jaguars will be better in the running game. They're getting a lot of guys back. They drafted a couple. Um, I don't know who they're throwing the ball to per se, outside of Christian Kirk, who made a billion dollars in the offseason for whatever reason. 
the Cowboys, if, if they're going to be the team that everybody, that at least I think they could be, um, they can't slip up here, and I don't think they do. But I think it might be a little closer than what people say. I think Trevor Lawrence, look, if you remember in this preseason debut, I think Trevor Lawrence dropped a couple dimes on us. I know it's preseason. Nobody gives a crap, but it's possible. And I think it will happen. And I think there's going to be a couple instances where Kirk might get loose past the Trayvon Diggs or past whoever's covering him at the time. Uh, I think it'll be close, but I think the Cowboys get their 11th win of the year. Now, Aiden, they're seven and six with you guys. Every game now, if you're in the NFC East and the NFC in general, every game's a must win. So with the... Do they get it done in Jacksonville? Yeah, the Jags are a team that I'm kind of circling as a, I don't know what they're going to be this year with the new head coach with the second year, Trevor Lawrence. Like I could see, I could see like a nine win team. I could see a two win team. I think all those are within the realm of possibilities. I lean more that they're still, obviously they're still in the rebuilding stage. I don't think they're going to be amazing. And with the Cowboys, once again, needing to get a win, I think they do prove to eight and six. Eight and six there. Eleven and three over here. <laughs> every, every time I'm so like so far off the beaten path here, but whatever. Uh Tony, we already said it, right? No, you didn't tell us yet about what they're gonna do with Jacksonville. Do they beat up the owner of AEW, Tony Khan? <laughs> care of business here. I'm gonna tell you right now. So this game is December 18th. It's the week of Christmas. Everybody's gonna be in that Christmas spirit. Um, it's gonna be cold where I'm from in the Northeast, where you're from, it's going to be freezing. If the Cowboys lose this game in Jacksonville, I will find a body of water and I will jump in it <laughs> with nothing but a bathing suit on. That's how confident I am. Okay. So I'm just, look, it's May 15th, yep. 2022. So basically mm-hmm. May, uh, seven, five, months from 15, now. seven months from now, Tony Catalina will be filming himself jumping into the Atlantic. <laughs> if Exactly. That's what I'll do. I will literally drive to the ocean. It's only about an hour drive for me. I will drive to the Atlantic Ocean if oh they lose this football goodness. game. And I will jump in the body of water. That's how I'm confident that I am that they're going to win this football game. Oh, Tony, baby. Honey, seven it. months means you don't know what could happen. This could be a Cooper Rush game. You know I know. That, I know. Right? And I, you're, They're going to run this back. This will be on old takes exposed, whatever the case may <laughs> oh, be. Oh, so man. Don't worry. I'm, we forever have the video, man. Forever have this. So, <laughs> so that's right. how confident I am that they're going to get their, what is it, that they're their fifth straight victory and the Cowboys get another one done. That'll get the 10th win for Tony's Dallas Cowboys of 2022. Now, it's time to get serious, ladies and gentlemen. After the Jaguars game, Christmas Eve. Now, look, they've already, according to all three of us, stomped out the Giants on Thanksgiving. Now, Christmas Eve, they're going to be taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Dallas, the last time the Eagles came into Dallas, uh, I think Trayvon Diggs has another interception right now as we're talking about it because that's how much of a domination it was. I was in the crowd for that one. Monday Night Football, we kicked the crap out of the Eagles. Now, with the season going the way it's going for all three of us, Aiden, I start with Tony, actually. Let's start, start with Tony. So they've won five straight games. The Cowboys are feeling themselves. Right now, they're uh 10 and 4 according to you yes and they're 11 and 3 week 10 and 4 in the driver's seat you would assume you know i'm sure the eagles are right there do they get it done and put the nail in the coffin in the nfc east this early i feel good about it and the reason why i feel good about it is not because they're failing themselves coming off in my scenario a five game winning streak right usually you feel that and you're like ah maybe they start feeling themselves this is a letdown game in my estimation the way this has gone down they've already lost to the eagles so in my mind, they're not going to take this team too lightly. They've already lost in, in Philadelphia. They're back home. It's Christmas Eve. I think the Cowboys 
This is the kill shot. The NFC East is theirs. It may not be official, but this might be the death blow before, you know, with what, two weeks left. I think they get it done and get their 11th win in their six in a row. I'll I'll see your 11 wins and I'll raise you a 12 because I got the Cowboys winning this game too. And people are going to buzz. People are going to say, can the Cowboys get the number one overall seed? That's what we're talking about here. And I know you're probably all thinking to yourself, well, wait a minute, Dave. The last time we saw the Dallas Cowboys, they got punched in the face and kicked it to sleep by the San Francisco 49ers in a wild card game. They've done nothing. They've lost Cooper. They've lost Collins. They lost, um, they've lost so many pieces. They've, how can they be any better than they were last year? I'm here to tell you that this offense is going to groove. I'm telling you right now, this offense will be better because I think that, you know, when the pressure is on you as a front office and a coaching staff, we all know as Cowboys people in the media, fans, everybody knows that Mike McCarthy this year, it's if you don't win us the Super Bowl or you don't get us to the NFC title game, you are gone. Sean Payton is sitting there chomping at the bit okay this is going to be why the cowboys play a little inspired football throughout the course of the year i think they bought in to mike mccarthy's system last year and i think they were just sleeping in the playoffs i think this is a better team and the cowboys get their 12th win against the eagles aiden they gotta win according to you they have to because it's getting too late and the the losses are high on your side yep this is a game that i think is going to at least the way I have it, determine the division, essentially. I think they're both going to come in with a similar record. I don't know exactly. And I think Dak Prescott absolutely embarrasses Jalen Hurts. I'm Ooh. talking about like 20, 30 points. And after this, people are like, should we start Gardner Minshew for the rest of this? Like, it's it's getting to the point where people are worried about Jalen Hurts. He beats him so bad. Love to hear it. Music to my ears. Absolutely. So after with two games to go. My Dallas Cowboys are 12 and three. Uh, Cowboys are 11 and four. And Aiden's Cowboys are now nine and six. Nine and six. Okay. Because right. I can't do math this early on a Sunday morning all of a sudden. Uh, as we record this, it is your Monday morning. So hopefully you're enjoying this podcast. And if, please, at the end of it, when you're done with it, be sure to leave a review. Uh, hit the subscribe button. If you haven't subscribed to the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, uh, there's quality content. Each and every day, literally, the shows, they just keep on coming. Uh, so be sure to do that. So now, the backstretch, officially, we're going to end the season on the road with two games. These are these are pivotal in regards to, for me and Tony, maybe the one seed. And for you, Aiden, could be still kind of floating around the division. Even with a win over the Eagles, we just don't know where they're going to be standing at the time. So now the first game is an awkward one. I, I don't think, I can't remember the last time the Cowboys were in Nashville. But this is a game I might actually go to i don't know it feels like a game that i should definitely go to nashville's on my bucket list as a destination just to go in general so now you stack that and the stress and, and anxiety of a cowboys game sign me up i'm all over it i'm all over i'm all over ruining a vacation uh because of the cowboys so now they're going into the last two years uh th- two games my question to you guys is this is this ryan Tannehill or is this malik willis that's the question because look everybody's known the drama that surrounded this already. They're asking Tannehill, you going to mentor him? He's like, that's not my job to mentor him. And then they ask Willis, how do you feel about Tannehill's comments? He's like, what comments? Like these guys are already either trolling the media or they really are out of touch and they don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Tony, these are big wins when it comes to seeding purposes, according to our teams, how do they fare in Tennessee against Derrick Henry 
and the Tennessee Titans. I mean, obviously, we're going to have to see how the NFC shakes out, but we've lost to the Rams. We, In my estimation, we've lost to the Rams, we lost to the Packers, and we lost to the Buccaneers. So we're going to need this victory to kind of stay paced or kind of shake it out. And, and um, But ultimately, the way, the, the way it worked out may be similar to how it works out for us in the prior season. Um, it, we may just need so many things to kind of move up to be either three seed or a two seed. And ultimately, I think whatever it takes, the combination of victories and losses we need, it may be too much or maybe insurmountable just based on the prior losses in my estimation. And I think for the Titans, this game may mean you know, their season. They may need still be winning to try to get in there. I think it may be, you know, coming off a short week for the Cowboys, right? We just played on Christmas Eve and this is uh, what, four or five days later. So um, for the Cowboys, I think this is where my six game winning streak comes to an end. And I think they take an L here in uh, Nashville. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Tony. I think that the, the, the Tennessee Titans, nobody really knows what to make of the Tennessee Titans every year. They never like their division in itself is always like a two man race with the Colts um, and, and themselves. But then obviously you can't discredit too much. Uh, the Jaguars trying to take the next step and the Texans are the Texans right now. So we don't know, but they'll be able to beat up on a lot of bad teams throughout the course of the year, including playing the rest of our division. So you're looking at the Titans in this one. Derrick Henry thrives in these kinds of games where it's down the stretch. If he's healthy, um, I think he's, they're going to have a hard time with Derrick Henry. And and I I don't compare the two when it comes to like a Jonathan Taylor or a Derrick Henry. I think they're two completely different running backs. I think Henry punches us in the mouth just a little too much in this one. Um, and they fall short. The, 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 the longevity of a season finally catches up to the Cowboys a little bit. And they dropped their fourth game on my schedule. Aiden, again, these are all my. Do they get it done in Tennessee? Yeah. So back to 2018 when the Cowboys played the Titans on primetime, Cowboys were loaded. They were supposed to win the game and they just fell flat on their face at home. This is right. Was that, after that was Amari Cooper's yeah, first game. That was yeah. right after they traded for Amari Cooper. I think we're going to go into this game. It's going to be similar for the Titans where. Derrick Henry's playing in December. It's cold. They're playing at home. They need this game for the division. And I think the Cowboys don't, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think they beat them in a way that everybody's like, yeah, it might be time to play Malik Willis. All right. So going into the final week, the worst record right now, still with Aiden at now 10 and six, if I'm not mistaken. So 10 and six heading into the last week. Um, this, the winning streak ended according to Tony Catalina. And that was now the Cowboys are 11 and five. Yes. And for me, they're 12 and four. So now this is the conversation we know we're going to have in week 18. Do we rest the starters? Do we not? What do do we do that? We had this conversation last year with the Eagles. This time it's the Washington commanders. This time it's on the road in Washington. You got to assume that, you know, this team, it's hard to make what this team is going to be too. And we can't dive into it too much. Cause again, we tried to make this rapid fire as far as like one or two lines as to why this team is going to go the way they are. The Cowboys to me are 12 and four resting starters or not. They're going to drop to the Washington commanders. I don't know if the division's on lock yet. I'm assuming it will be. I'm assuming that this one won't be for a seating purpose either. Maybe 12 wins. And maybe there's, I don't know, for whatever reason, Tampa Bay has got 14 at this point or something. I don't know. But the Cowboys, if the Cowboys are in contention for the one seed, this game could be flipped on mine, right? But if they're not, and they already have the division on lock, this could be a get-right game, just kind of chill, relax, and lose. So I have the 2022 
Dallas Cowboys finishing 12 and five. Tony, enlighten me. What was the record for last year's Dallas Cowboys in a regular season? 12 and five. 12 and five. So <laughs> anybody who says the Cowboys are worse than they are last year, this is proving that they're not. <laughs> okay. So 12 and five is my final record. Tony, where are they find themselves in the seating here? Do you think this is the kind of game where now with 11 wins in the NFC, do they, or no, you have them at, yeah, you have them at 11. 11 and five right now. 11 and five. Do they drop this game or do they beat your four, your, your brother's former squad? <laughs> I could see, you know, I really had this, you know, had to think about it and it's, and it's really not about the opponent. Cause I do think the Cowboys are better than Washington, um, you know, top to bottom. Um, really it comes down to situational and I, you know, I got to give credit where it's due. You were banging on the table that they were going to play the guys last year in the last game. And I was pretty adamant that I thought they would, you know, call the dogs and just get healthy. But Seeing how that went and seeing how you're correct, I think that's how they'll kind of approach it this year. Same coaching staff, same quarterback, same mentality. I think uh, they they could drop this game if they were to sit people, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think, you know, if, if they don't have a bye week sewn up, or even if they do, the, the way that the mentality for this team, at least they've shown us, is that they want to come out and put good tape out there. They want to feel good. They want to keep a rhythm. So um, I I guess I talked myself out of this being closer than I thought it was. I think they're going to win. I think Washington is going to um, – I don't even know what they're It might be Sam Howell, you know what I mean, at mm. this point in time. They might be out of it. They might be playing some backups. They're, they're not really playing for much. And I think they finished 12-5. and five. And I know I'm on record saying I think this team is worse than last year's team. So you're a Finish liar. Finishing 12-5, <laughs> and five, this is how I, my estimation. I think they're a game or two worse than they were last year, but their schedule is a game or two easier than last year puts uh, them at 12 and five that's what we call in the biz logic <laughs> okay <laughs> Tony using logic down the stretch here so both of us have them 12 and five aiden the cowboys are 10 and six heading into this one are we looking at a 10 and seven cowboys team or are we looking at an 11 and six cowboys team man this is i don't know why this is the game that i've been going back and forth with i, I was kind of mapping it out last night i changed it probably twice for the, this commander's game while we're recording, I've changed it twice again. <laughs> we're so compelling with our arguments. <laughs> I, I just have no, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with the loss. I think Ooh. that just because I don't necessarily, I don't really know if this is the commanders that beats us. I, I mean, I think they do play their starters. I just think that I see this team as more 10 and seven than I do an 11, six team. So maybe that's why I'm changing it. <laughs> I'm going, they take a loss. I don't know what that means for the division. I was just going to back my, into it. That was my follow-up question. Does 10 and seven win the NFC East? 10 and seven. I think if it does, it would be the Eagles absolutely choking the last week against the Giants. You know, it's funny. Um, the way your season played out and the way it get to week 18 makes me absolutely love the Cowboys. Because this is a becomes like a must-win game, right? There's going to be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's going to be no talk of resting. They're going to have to go in week 18 against a team that I think we all agree is, is a, an inferior opponent. And I think they're going to have to get the job done. So if I'm in your scenario, I'm thinking they they 11-6. and six, But I like the way you're thinking, though. You know what? I just I just remembered week 18 Carson Wentz against the Jacksonville Jaguars, thinking he would He's now in week 18 against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm switching it to a win. There we go. 11-7. That's enough. 
Oh. That's enough to win the division. The All Eagles right. So we are not getting after, after the long journey of a, of a full NFL slate on our rapid fire, way too early win loss prediction record. We'll revisit this right before the season starts with all the, the, the injuries and acquisitions and see if we add anybody else or lose anybody else. Um, but for us to be one game, well, me and Tony and lockstep for you to be one game off makes me feel a lot better. Cause when they were six and six, according to you, I'm like, are the Cowboys going to be in the top 10 of the draft next year? Like, what's happening? So there is a uh, a large – it was a large differential at one point, but the Cowboys reeled it in. And according to all three of us, the Dallas Cowboys will have a successful 2022 campaign. Now, again, the regular season don't mean squat to the Cowboys and their fans. Show us something in the postseason. We're ways away from getting there. But again, this was a fun episode. This was a, you know, a way too early prediction episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys see this dropped tomorrow, which you will on your social medias, on your Twitters, on your, on your Instagrams, on wherever we drop here, you got to comment your record and make it realistic. Don't say, well, this is a 10 win team or it is 11. Go through the schedule as quick as you possibly can and see where the losses are coming from, where the wins are coming from. See if you can agree or disagree with all three of us. Uh, but right now, as it stands, the Cowboys are division winners once again. And with a 12-5 and five record, possibly the one seed. We'll see. But this has been another episode of the First and Ten podcast on the Blogging the Boys podcast network powered by SB Nation. Please be sure to follow, subscribe, like, leave a comment, all the jargon that you're supposed to hear at the end of every podcast. For Dave Sturgeo, Tony Catalina, Aiden Davis, we'll see you guys next week. And an early congratulations to Tony Catalina, who is absolutely thrilled to be getting married. Can't say the same over here after six, seven years of marriage. So God bless you for being excited. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Y'all are funny. And, and Aiden, to the lucky person in your life, eventually, <laughs> like, good luck. We'll, we'll definitely take notes for you and uh, let you know the ins and outs of what to do and not to do. And I'll tell you this right now. Tony will say it's the greatest thing in the world. But wait until there's two people biting at your ankles every yeah, Sunday right. morning. So <laughs> there's a lot of uh, a lot that goes into it. But uh, congratulations on your ring, and hopefully the Dallas Cowboys get one too. We'll see you guys next week.